Support for My Depression's Got Jokes comes from Non-Profitability. We gas her up every Sunday and it's for good reason. Chantel Malachi has done so much amazing work in the nonprofit sector and she's here for those of us who try to save the world, i.e. those of us who have nonprofits. If you have a nonprofit or you are working to create a nonprofit and you need some help because the paperwork is a lot and it can be really confusing and really intimidating and you're like, why is it like this? And I just want to save the world. I don't understand why this is so hard. Definitely get in touch with Chantel Malachi. You can reach her at nonprofitability.org slash lift. She has so many amazing things that you can get with her with. And just check her out because she's awesome. And we guys her up for good reason. But if you are indeed that person that is trying to save the world, hit her up at nonprofitability.org slash lift. Around the time I started my job is when I went ahead and went vegan. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's... I'm trying to figure out oh. how to do it. Yes. Kaylin says, answer the phone. I haven't heard the phone ring. Me. <laughs> I ain't heard the phone. Somebody hold this, please. Because no. somebody who I was watching this is like, I'm dizzy at this point. Um, this. There we go. So. <laughs> I don't want it to be yes. no. Put it on somebody else. That's <laughs> hard. I can have like a half face. Ooh, <laughs> that's lit. Oh my god! Look at that. And it's Get on, on me. Facebook. What the hell? What's your Facebook? <laughs> Say your Facebook. <laughs> What's the Facebook? So you can watch Joy <laughs> working the boards. Hey, yeah, there's people but here. This random. Did you um, bring a snack? You can't, you cannot come. Wow. You didn't slide on a piece of bread in a napkin? Nope. Hash brown. Hello. You're rude. I don't know why. Don't give her a mic stand. She has to hold her mic. No. Yes. Come on. Okay, look at you. Okay, I can hear you. I have been calling. We don't want to hear that. There was nothing going on. You didn't even bring no coffee. Who's the next person coming? Kaylin's if you here. don't bring a snack, I sir, she was here. Yeah. you will not be Can granted access into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. But yeah, we just had somebody walk in. Can I introduce them? Of course. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. She oh, does a lot gosh. of stuff. You're a, a transformation coach, not a life coach. She's a mother of two. They're so beautiful. What's the name of your business? My business, the name of it is Higher Than This. Higher Than This. I was going to say higher ass, so I'm glad that you <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Introduce yourself. Oh, goodness. You did such an awesome job. How do I follow up behind that? You say your name, your social media. Okay, so... <laughs> Lord, somebody still my identity. They'll just be practicing. They don't Your want cash app name and pin. You know? yeah, I mean, yeah. You can do well, that my too. name is Nikita Mitchell. Um, Say I the first name again. Nikita. Queen. Like queen. queen. 
Yes, not que que. That quack be killing me. I quack for a long time. As a somebody that is a quack, corrected me. As somebody that is a quack, I get it. I have to call Nyquil, Nickelodeon, Nantucket, just all over the place. Nantucket. The struggle has been so real with this. Nickelodeon, that's amazing. I would fight them. I would love to do that. Your name is Nickelodeon. So, my name is Nikwita Mitchell. I am a mother of two. My business is higher than this, as my awesome. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch, Jess. Ooh, I'm a sugar pie. Thank you, I am a transformation coach and a relationship coach. Um, I am big on community service, and I am just here to help folk get their life, honey. That's all Can I'm you help me? I got you. Please help him. This is what I do. Because this man. <laughs> so, We're trying to help him see the light. So that's what I am. Keep here him for. out of his hotel. The same girl with a sense of humor. So Go let's do this. <laughs> and we have one other person in the studio with us today. I want to make sure that everybody can hear her. Kayla, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Can y'all hear her? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I want to make sure because everybody else in the studio has introduced himself. Montreal always runs away when it's time for him to introduce himself. I thought I already introduced myself. All you said was, you I'm just here. You did. <laughs> all you and said was, I'm just here the on the mic. The first minute That's you were you talking, said. your mic was off. So <laughs> let's try it again. All you Damn, said was, my name is, my name is. Montreal, and I'm only here until Joy kicks me out. That's your all. That's my intro. No. You don't like that? <laughs> Can it make me sound like I'm so maniacal asshole? No, you're not. <laughs> Listen, I know when my time is up. Like, delicious. <laughs> Listen, I am the New York of all of y'all. I know yes. my time is up. I might come back twice. I mean, but New York is but, an icon, though. Oh, and so am I. Oh. <laughs> I'm not but saying you you're won't not. let me be on Love and Hip Hop? I could be she, an icon oh if you just she, let me. If somebody spit my face, I too am going to. I too. <laughs> <laughs> I too. My reach we'll is going to become with. so long. Yeah, I cannot. Mm. Okay. That's an iconic moment. I, I know it like verbatim. <laughs> Did y'all smell that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. That fish spit in my mouth. You smell that? <laughs> oh. Okay, good. Kaylin. <laughs> we got off track. Yes. Please Quick. introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Kaylin. I'm hanging out and having a good time. That's all I have. <laughs> Some people thought church hurt was today. Oh, sorry, y'all. Sorry, guys. Not, eh. not today. What I mean, but technically, I mean, people technically, No, we, can we, we not talk about it? Wait, not what's church hurt? It's, it's, it's kind of there. Church hurt is... Uh, I need things for that day. Um, <laughs> we'll keep it basic. Yeah. we keep it real. It's good well, it's holiday service, week. Right. Yeah. So... What we are talking about today, and it has everything to do with mental health, even though people have been trying to figure out the, the crossroads of the two. Um, a few weeks back. Talk to us. It's a, few, <laughs> a few weeks back, we um, were gifted, I okay. um, The notion. I'm still. Re- I'm really trying to figure out how to word this. We were gifted the video clip of mm. John Gray. Wait, was that a gift? <laughs> right. Not a gift. Just say we could just say we saw the, the video clip. That was not a gift. It wasn't. Right. We was covering. Oh, this no. is. Oh, this. All of this is sarcastic. <laughs> all of this. It feels uncomfortable. The word is even being used. Right. We it's, cannot it's, give him that. We were lit. It. I mean, like I'm trying to figure out like someone what someone dropped their at. trash off in front of our house. <laughs> <laughs> in the form dead. of a video. That's what happened. He was, he was, we were, we were given the, the misfortune of having to watch him mm. 
finagle his way through a, an interview where women were so excited to like give him flowers he didn't deserve, as he basically um, told the world that the abuse that he had given his well, well, the abuse that he had put upon his wife of having to birth him and the pain that she went through birthing him was mo- was worse than the pain that she went through with her children. And damn Gina. Damn Gina. And honestly, I had been avoiding the clip. I kept seeing it on the timeline. I'm nope, 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 nope. And because <laughs> I don't want to see it because I know how I'm gonna feel about it. Um, and I was not in the headspace to be able to receive it. Because I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. I would never. So <laughs> so Kaylin and I were on um she had sent me, she was like, girl, have you seen this? <laughs> and I finally was like, let me just go ahead, watch this damn video. <laughs> and I watched it. One thing, that, one thing that pissed me off is watching these women fawn all over his words. Oh my God. And then the second thing that pissed me off is that him um, basically elevating the abuse that he, was, that he had put his wife through. And um, women positing that this is what love is. So it did something to me. Because it, it, I, all of a sudden I'm just writing and I'm like, this is really messing with my brain. Because it's something that I had been dealing with but I didn't have the language to really verbalize how I was feeling until that came through. And the main thing was being a covering versus a lid. And so a lot of think pieces were written, but I wrote one, I ain't gonna lie. And so the, um, the understanding is basically women and people that are in relationships, because it, it's, it, it's not a gendered thing, mm-hmm. but majority of the time there's a woman that is going through this. Right. Um, you are only worth as much as you can endure. So Nikita and I were on, in our perspective, <laughs> pages, going back and forth with people, and Nikita came up with the idea, like, yo, we need to talk about this on the show. So here's this why we're here. So... <laughs> Um, this is why we decided to really talk about this because I myself wanted to really come at it from a mental health space mm-hmm. because it is something that, in, as I was getting dressed this morning, is really just church-sanctioned abuse mm-hmm. because this, pa- this man is a pastor and he's like, it's okay as long as the abuse comes, out, as long as the abuse um, births, for lack of a better word, something or someone is warranted regardless of what that other person went through. So I want to go around the room, and, and if you haven't, if you're not up on it, I, did, um, I don't know if I did a great job just describing it, but if you're not up on it, that's cool, but just the general aspect of the expectation of, like, um, struggle love that comes with especially our community. Come on, Mary. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I want to go around the room and hear other people's thoughts about it. So, Caitlin, because you, you can't really see us right now. I know, right? I want to start like, with you. Uh, <laughs> okay, I was sitting here, I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait for someone to stop breathing when they talk. And then I just, <laughs> just jump in where I feel like I can. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I too am a married woman. So when I was watching the video, I was confused because first thing I was confused is because he was speaking about his wife, but she wasn't there to like defend herself and not in a way, not to say like she should be like, "Uh uh-uh, I don't do this, I don't do that, but more so she wasn't there to give her perspective on what he was saying. So we were left with just like his, you know, misogynistic 
patriarchal views of like what a relationship, a godly relationship looks like. So I was like, okay. And then like Selena Johnson and whoever this other auntie is on the sofa <laughs> is over there like falling all out. And I'm looking like, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay. I know that my marriage is like very different from the marriage of the average person. I also know that I'm extremely younger than these people. So let me watch the entire video because I have seen like clips and stuff and people like going off and I was just like, oh God, here we go. The think pieces again. I don't have the time. So I was like, let me watch the full interview to make sure that nothing was taken out of context because it happens. We all know it does. Like you see, you see a clip of something and you're like, oh my God, they did this. And then you watch the full clip you like, um... Well, actually, they didn't do any of those things. So I'm, I'm going to delete all my tweets. I'm, 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 you know, absorbing the information, sitting there just like, oh, okay, interesting. And the first thing I immediately go to is a group chat that I have with two of my childhood friends that are married. And me and one of my childhood best friends are, like, going in. And mind you, my husband is asleep, so I'm waiting for him to wake up. I'm like, nigga, you got to see this. Can I say nigga? I'm like, nigga, you got to see this. So <laughs> you asked like, three times. Uh-huh. Um, I wait for my husband to wake up because I'm like, I got to see this video. I got to know. I got to hear him rant about it so I can laugh. So me and my best friend are in the group chat going back and forth, and our other friend hasn't responded yet. So we're sitting there like, I wonder when she's going to respond. And in my head, I'm like, I know she loved the Lord. <laughs> and I know, he I know that like, she's real <laughs> indebted into the church right now. She done found Jesus, born again, you know, the usual. And <laughs> I support her. And her journey, but I have a, a feeling that she is going to say some stuff that is going to immediately make her say, girl, you, you sound stupid. I was not wrong. <laughs> so, my husband wakes up, I show him the video, and the first thing he says is like, oh, wow, this is misogyny dressed up as Christianity. How cute. And I was like, drag him. <laughs> but he was just like... He was Bless like, a woke husband. Make, he was like, this doesn't make any sense. I said, it doesn't. And like, I was, he, was, and he asked me, he said, well, how do you feel about this? And what I said was, I think it is a dangerous conversation to have on a platform like mm. that because it makes women who are mm. looking mm. for husbands or feel that they need to be married or are feeling the load of being a single woman. So if, if they must endure certain things in mm. order to feel love in, in order to find marriage. And that's what I was more pissed about. Like, the stuff that he said, like, I've heard that plenty of times before, especially from, like, Christian people, because a lot of times Christian men, they are rooted in misogyny, and we already know that. Not all of them, but there are a big percentage of them. But what upset me the most was that he was given a platform where other black women were cheering him on to create a dangerous environment for a single woman. I'm not single, but that's what I'm concerned about. Like, I'm married, so I'm already not with the bullshit. Like, you can't tell me how to be a wife because I know I'm a damn good one. But there are women out here who may feel insecure in their own marriages or they may feel insecure in their relationships or just they may not really know what it is. They may not understand the power that they have as a woman in a relationship to just be themselves so they don't have to fit a mold to be like, the, the, you know, a steward, a good wife, um, a Christian wife. And I feel like that was a dangerous video. And I was so confused when people are like, yes, goals, uh, a real, uh, uh, we stay in a husband. 
And I was like, who husband? Because my husband is nothing like this. So if this type of husband you're standing, mm-hmm. then my husband must be my boyfriend because I'm not trying to give him the title of a fucking nigga like the rest of y'all got. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, to me, it just does not make sense to think and truly believe that you, as a woman, have to endure turmoil from a nigga who literally says, Oh, she's a coat that's two sizes too big for me. I had to grow into her. Excuse me? You got me fucked up. You had to grow into <laughs> me. If you know that we were not a perfect fit. And that's the thing that bothers me about that is in the Bible they talk about you being equally yoked, but your wife is two sizes too big for you. Mm-hmm. That does not make sense. That's good. So, it's just, you preach about being equally yoked, but then you tell me that your wife is too big and you had to grow into her. You had to learn how to grow up. My thing is this you should not be getting married. Mm-hmm. And this is my opinion. Niggas might get mad. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> you should not be getting married if you feel like you're not in a place to be a grown-up. Because that's what grown-ups do. 12-year-olds are not getting married. They're not out here making the executive decisions. Like, you know what? I'm ready to settle down, build my, build my familial wealth, <laughs> you know, go into this contract with this other person and build a family. Because that's what marriage is. Like, y'all got all this love shit, whatever. But realistically, we all know what marriage is. It's a contract. So you should not be going into a contract with someone who's childish. Right. So not only am I mad at him for being on this platform and saying these dangerous things, I'm also side-eyeing sis because I'm like, girl. One minute, Dominic. <laughs> he don't make enough money to have you doing his emotional labor and clean up after him and wiping his ass and helping him be an adult. Like, he don't make enough. He's not even that cute. So I'm saying this. If you're going to be out here doing these things for a nigga, make sure he cashing you out. I mean, real cash. Like, billions, millions. Right. Where you don't even see that nigga enough to care. Like, you can go out there and be stupid. I'm going to spend your money. Don't be out here with some dusty old man with this tight-ass red blazer on, sitting on the sofa, man spreading his legs, being all extra greasy and shit, talking about some, oh, yeah. Um, her my pain her pain was more for me than birthing. Birthing is awful. I've seen it. Listen, I've heard stories. Giving birth is trash. So you're telling me that it was worse than giving birth? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Um, do not pass go. Send that nigga <laughs> to jail. Give sis all her money, she need to pack her shit and go. Because it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. So let me let me pass the mic a little bit because it's been um this it's incited some some folk. Thank you for those right. words, Caleb. Because you I you agree really one hundred percent. Yeah, you really came through with some with some realness, and the, I think I believe it's a lot of stuff that that people aren't willing to have come to terms with, right? And have have a discussion about and come to terms with. So I'm I'm gonna go from what is this my my love? So Quita. All right. So Joy said she was coming from the mental health ex, you know, side of things. That's the stance that she's taken. And I'm also in that realm, but I'm also the save girl with a sense of humor. Um, so with that being said, the John Gray situation has been utterly exhausting for me. The reason being is because, like Kaylin said, that is a dangerous narrative yeah. for a man of God to put out there in the atmosphere. It's one thing to give your wife kudos for being a great wife, but it is a whole nother ball game when you are saying that what you have put her through was worse than giving birth to two human beings. Mm. Bruh, I've had Uh. two children, had to have emergency C-sections. It 
damn near killed me. Same. But to say in a public forum that what you put your wife through was more painful than give her giving birth to both of your children is not a high five or raise on the roof. That's nothing for her to be proud of. That's nothing for you to be proud screaming from the mountains that you put your wife through all of this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, unfortunately, men do that. And then it leads women to believe that mm-hmm. if I take more crap off of a man, then I'm going to get the kudos and the recognition that I'm supposed to get. What I don't even know what he put her through. People keep saying to me, well, you make it seem like he beat her. I don't know what you he don't know what he did, right? He did. But if it was worse than giving birth to two kids, good God almighty. I've, I don't want I've no seen parts Tyler Perry films. That. Right. And let's just take the abuse off the table. Let's just take the physical abuse off the table. Emotional and mental abuse is real. Yep. Stop uh-huh. playing with me. Stop making it seem like it's not that deep. I have had so many women try to run up against me in the conversation that, oh, John Gray is a good man. He did it. I don't have nothing against him personally, but for his platform and the man of God that he is or that he says that he is, the way that he explained his marriage and him giving his wife props. He could have did it back different than that. He could have said, my wife is the baddest sweet potato maker in <laughs> potato pie maker in the land. And I would have received that better than him saying, yo, she she went through some stuff birthing me. Why is she birthing you, sir? You're a grown you ass man. You are a full grown man. And if you've been as big as you are then, as you are now, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm going for people to understand and be careful with that narrative. Because I've also had to argue with men who sat there and said, see, y'all women, y'all ain't built like um, women of God because y'all ain't y'all can't handle everything that we put you through. Look, John Gray's wife stayed with him. And look at all he put her through. It was worth, worse than giving birth to two kids. So you're the negative ghostwriter. We're right. not going to do that. So you're so, okay with... I put my cape on this week and last week, and I made it my business to let women know you ain't got to go through hell to get to heaven. Right. Especially not in your relationship. And if we're going back to being equally yoked, if we're going back to these certain catchphrases that we're using from the Bible, let's use them all. God, man should love God. Man should love his wife like God loved the church. Ain't no way you loving me like God loved the church and you breaking me down. If I got to be broken to build you up, I'm fitting to be single forever. Amen. Well, Amen. God did break a couple people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he did, but yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Trail, how you, how you feel? What, what are your thoughts? Um, first, I needed to talk about my background, how my perspective in this. Sure. I am a man who dates men. Okay. So, I think. What? Shut so the fuck stupid. up. <laughs> 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 what? Just in case anyone did not know. You're so stupid. (laughs) I was not informed. She cut her her mic on and went, what? She did. (laughs) Kaylin, I heard you two says, I'm just listening. Everybody in the room just looked at Joe's like, what? (laughs) Right. I'm like, like, this dork. All right. First of all, don't come for me. And second of all, leave me alone. What are you (laughs) 
Nobody came for you. Pipe down, Kendra Portia, whichever one you think you are. <laughs> Carry on with your story. I'm a, I'm a cute mix of both. <laughs> Joy, stop laughing like Yo, that. that was the funniest thing I've seen today so far. I don't want to talk no word, honestly. I just don't want to I'm good. Where is the other Negro that's supposed to be? No. <laughs> can, Come on. Maybe he can be insightful today because I have nothing. Your, I what is your Whitney. perspective? I have no nothing. <laughs> I am Whitney. Did you watch it? Okay, so listen, I watched the clip. Okay. I know you did. Of course I did. I have, I'm um, sorry, I'm so and stuck I, on I have Kay nothing because it's in my head. As well. I don't know. But I watched it, I think, I yeah, think days after um, it had like, people were talking about it because I honestly just don't care. I'll be honest with you, I just don't. Okay. So then I was like, well, why don't you what happened? What you want? Okay, so I was like, well, let me watch it. Sis needs help. And sis, I mean John. <laughs> So for the remainder of this entire podcast, he will be referred to as sis. Yo. If you do not like it, you can suck a dick. <laughs> oh my god! So, amen. amen. These do not reflect the views of Justice here. This does not reflect the Giving views Tuesday of everybody. Giving Tuesday is on Tuesday. Y'all know I'm the same girl with a sense of humor. Hey, yeah. he yeah. said they can. I'm suck sorry. A I, the, I'm sorry to the preachers and teachers of the I word feel, that are on this video. I that, feel yeah. that, that this is exactly what my depression got your stance on. Yo. <laughs> I am trying exactly to elevate to oh, we that can elevate. level. We can elevate. Oh, for sure. I'm trying to, <laughs> I am trying to elevate to Montrose. <laughs> oh, for sure. Vernacular. As oh, for I'm sure. I'm just letting you guys. As I, I continue to side-eye the entire group, if I have to go down, this may be my last podcast. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. Because I'm about to give I it keep, to you, How many girls. times I keep give it to us? Him. The I damn co-host chair. He's like, I don't live. I don't know. Here. I don't. I don't, I don't live here. He doesn't even go here. You go here, right? We don't go here. <laughs> so I will say this. Um, like I said, as someone who dates men, I think it's also a plight of other people who just date men. It could be men, women, trans men, trans women. If you date a cis man, a cis head man yeah. you are expected to birth and mother them and to teach them things that their mother or father did not do that. And guess what, sis? Surrogates get paid. <laughs> Teachers get paid. <laughs> so... And pain, she pain ain't a payment. needs someone who can pay her yeah. to teach her how to be a father, brother, mm -hmm. sister, mother, pastor, whomever she would like to be today. Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck exactly who you come from, what Bible you read, Quran, <laughs> so whatever. Scientology says, I don't care. You cannot tell people they have to birth you. Yeah. And he called his wife a fucking cover. <laughs> He called her a coat. He called her a coat that he was, he too, said he was, that was two sizes too big. Two sizes too big. Sis, I don't know what Burlington you shop at, <laughs> but you can just return it. You can actually just and I hope you hold your receipt for the listen, last eight years. I hope years. his wife gets some type of compensation. Good gosh. Because ain't no fat nigga gonna tell me what he ain't eating. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> and that's all I got for it. I don't know I if y'all was expecting some type of... I think he broke um, Jess. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if y'all was expecting like you know no. something theological, something profitable. I I can't. I'm not a prophet. I'm just gonna let you know he ain't happening over here. <laughs> I think you broke Jess. Would you like to, to share your okay? How you so feel about the situation? I'm so glad I went last because <clears throat> maybe you could clean I it up. I only started watching the video this morning. <laughs> And then I started eating leftovers. So I never made it through. But 
I am just over this conversation of why this frame of thinking is offensive to women. So I'm also side-eyeing the, was it four girls on the panel? Five girls on the panel? I think it was two people. It was just two people. Yeah. It was Selena Johnson. No, so, it was a table of them. Who's no, they, no, that's a, the group itself. Video. Yeah. You're looking at another video where he was, um, he had one, he's been on that show before, and there's another Because they came for him on that show. Talking about if the woman is um, defined as being favor, why are women chasing men? Right. So that's what you're looking at. See, there's another See, video where it's just him with children. I saw yeah. the, I only Jesus. saw the Who one clip about me? birthing. Yeah. So, but okay. So here's Whoa. what I'm going to say. If y'all want to do that, girls, go ahead. It's like the same thing with the women that finally get married to a rapper after they had their eight kids and been with okay. them 10 years. Okay, we don't years. have to bring up Kim Bella right now. She's going through a lot. She is. Well, whoever. It's it's like we could use her. We could use Emily. We could use a whole yeah, bunch of them. I'm trying to get on my Sierra. It's just like I don't understand why women in 2018 just are still having such a hard time grasping that concept. And how do we help them? And do we help them? Or do we just let them go over there? If that's what makes you happy, it's Stop like... Stop fucking with future. A piece of, oh, <laughs> a piece of me is like, just let them go. I hate him so much. So that's my whole dilemma. But I need to go watch the right video, and maybe I'll be madder. And I think, honestly, what it really comes down to... And, and why so many women specifically, because again, this isn't something that's gendered, but majority of the time what's happening is that it's women that's going through it, specifically black women, because we, one, it's the, it's the binary of, it's that ride or die chick, but then it's also, it's like, it's all, it's that, and it's also the idea that you cannot be both black and a woman in the same space. You got to choose one or the other. Exactly. And so you being a woman, you stand enough for what you believe in, but also being black, it's like, well, this is what the black experience is. Exactly. Black, the black experience is struggle. struggle of. The black experience is, and it's like, no, it's not. So you kick against Not that. my experience. Uh-uh. Right. When you kick against it, you're going against right. the community. Right. And that's what has you been... better than everybody. You think that you shouldn't have to go through that. You, no. I've been right. through the struggle Same. love thing, and it's exhausting. And that whole ride or die mentality, yeah, you're going to ride but you dying and you dying at slowly. the same time. Right. Every time he show up with a new child, every time he's gone for a couple of days, every time There's he just drunk and treats you poorly. Like yeah. Some things I don't think I'm strong. Maybe oh Jesus, please. I had you, someone try to explain to me that they agree with the video because them and their partner had been through things together. Right, right. And I tried to explain to them, I was like, going through something with your partner is completely different than having to carry the weight. Like, everybody goes through things, but there has to be some type of boundary or limit of what oh, you're willing to experience with somebody. Please speak some more on that. Yeah. Because, experience with somebody. because <laughs> not to, like, go deep into my own personal relationship, I've never been in a position in the five years that I've been with my husband where I felt as if I was responsible for being his therapist. I've never felt that I had to insert myself mm-hmm. to assist him where it's solving an adult problem. Like, we discuss things, we, you know, bounce ideas from each other, but I never felt like any, like, let's say he got mommy issues or he got communication problems or whatever. Like, I never felt like it was my job to make sure that he understood how to be a better communicator, that he understood how to be a better man. Right. right. So, for me, it just doesn't make sense to me 
just I don't know about to, to me to think that, like Jeff said in 2018, that it's logical to assist another adult to do the things that you know how to do. And I like, think a lot should, of it. It's like it's like when people reward people for like, mm-hmm. oh, they're working a job and they paying their bills. That's what the fuck you supposed to do. Right. I think you know what I'm saying? So when you are be, in a relationship with someone, yeah. you are supposed to try to be a decent human being. And if you're not a decent human being and you don't know how to adult, then you shouldn't be in a fucking relationship. You should be alone, you know, doing the inner work, working on cutting cords, right. go going to therapy, whatever you need to do, going to the altar, just laying it down, your burdens in front of the Lord, whatever you need to do. Don't bring your burdens over here, your foolishness. You are acting like you're 17, you're 35. I think a lot of it is also psychological. I mean, and and it's the things that we've seen growing up. You know, there's a lot of women who endured stuff because they seen mom, auntie, um, sister, friend, sitting there with Tyrone for 13 years, and Tyrone got two kids on the side. But they still holding each other down. And they still together. And that's just how it goes. Like, I know women who have been in a relationship with a man, no marriage, it's been about 20 years, they got children together, he got children on the other side of town, and then when he finally do pop the question, he almost in a walker. Someone said, well, you done rode with me this long, I might as well marry you. And she's like, really? oh my gosh, And I think really? that I- stories like that are also glorified in it's the media. Glorified They're glorified in, in music, it's right. glorified How in How many movies. plays has Tyler Perry made? Yeah, right, Same. like, I, I have got to go through hell, high water, to get on a roller coaster, almost die, cut your hair, get you a job, and now I'm exhausted. And you're like, "Oh my bad, come on, girl, come on, let's be married, let's be married." Even though you you benefited from being my common law wife, people tell me I'm picky all the time, and I'm like, I guess. Don't even get me started on women who are done with exhaustion. Let's just look at the case of Kim Porter, God rest her soul, and Diddy. All through her obituary, she's his on again, off again girlfriend. No, that's a like that's all she's children. relegated to. Like she's like she's not a whole human person. That's a woman who had her own business. But you are just going to create this narrative that that's all she was was Diddy's on again, off again girlfriend. Like, come on now. Can we I just say something that. for a second? Of course. Um, I I don't want to take from the seriousness of the conversation. We are getting heavy. I just want to say that I don't think any woman or any person should date a nigga named Tyrone. (laughs) (laughs) Tyrone sounds like he got a couple kids outside of Right here to the Tyrone sounds like he's on somebody's mama's couch. He used to have a Tyrone. So I'm sorry for all the Tyrones out there, sis, but Mm. it's a no for me, dog. But I do want to ask a question to kind of, I guess, steer the conversation. Although you're correct, Jess, Jess and Kaylin are correct, you know, there should be no reason in life that we still settle for struggle love. But mm-hmm. I think ever since we have been brought up, looking, like you said, looking at our grandparents, looking yeah. at our moms, looking at our dads, there has been some type of struggle love. Mm-hmm. Even in the 90s and the 2000s, we watched love in basketball. Right. We've, we've seen Love Jones. Yeah. We've seen all those things. Mm-hmm. So... How do we break, I guess, the conditioning or the narrative of saying that this shit ain't hot? I it's think by watching, there's a, watching love honest. is and making sure everybody knows that love is is not the blueprint for love. There's a difference, though. There's a difference being in, honest. like, I think what Kaylin was saying earlier. Yeah. We can have complications 
there's going to be disagreement. That's a part of human nature. But you constantly, repeatedly taking me through something and that's your expectation? Nah, that's past a complication. And that I won't deal with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's going to be some things. You know, we talk about this all the time. You got to meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. There are going to be some things that's like, yes, you're my Mm -hmm. mate, so I'm willing to take this on. But I'm not taking on everything Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to raise you first. I'm not like... My dad says this all the time. Like, you looking for a mate right now? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. You looking for a mate? Not not a mom. Like if you and if you, you are looking for a mom, you need to I'm go. Not the person hit, to find right. But is so it, didn't Jay Z like, say that men don't stop growing until they hit like forty five? I mean, okay, Jay Z, right here. Jay Z is a nigga who got away with doing dumb shit and was playing our queen Beyonce. He is not right. The end all be all. He is not scientifically. Doing anything, he can right. come out and be like, "I ain't become a man since I was forty-five. Well, that's a personal problem because right. I am with a man who is thirty. So that sounds right. like you. Shout out to Ernest. Ernie. Going back to your question, what do we do? We have to be honest about it. Women have to understand, and they have to be strong enough to say that and be okay with being by themselves. It's so many women out here who are not okay being by themselves that they take uh-huh. whatever mm-hmm. yeah. comes their way yeah. just Truly. because he Preach. might have a third leg. It's not about all of that. Right. What you need to do is make sure that you're good, and then you'll attract what you need. I'm not going through struggle love no more. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. If breaking me helps build you, I ain't for the bull. Right. And I mean that with every fiber of my being. Period. There's no compromise in that. And I understand, you know, people talk about struggle love. No, and I get what she's saying, meeting somebody where they're at. I could work with a brother if, you know, his socks keep being on the floor, babe. Meet me at the bank. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to need you to help sister out. (laughs) If you're... Man parts keep falling in another woman. Right, I can't that's, do it. That's not struggle love. That ain't struggle love. No. That's you saying bump me and what we got. And I just need to slide <clears throat> on to the side. So it's a difference between compromising with a brother and it's the difference between birth and a brother. And don't nobody got time for that. And that's the as thing. In the, yeah. in, as in the words of Mother Earth, the compromise. Hey. Compromise for who? <laughs> For what reason to compromise? A man comes to my life not to compromise. Yeah. 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 And that's and that that's honestly what I believe is going to be is going to start the conversation differently. Mm-hmm. The fact that a lot of women are coming forward and going, no, we're not going to mm-hmm. deal with that anymore. Because honestly, a big part of why this has had the breadth and the longevity mm-hmm. that it has is because we took it and decided oh, this must be what it is. Exactly. Because it's been it's been preached to us. Exactly. It's been taught to us. It's this internalized misogyny that we have within ourselves to go, oh, well, the only way I'm able to be able to find love is to lower my expectations, is to basically deal with the quote-unquote slim pickings and accept that this man, I can somehow change him, I can Mm -hmm. somehow fix him, I can somehow do, even if it's at the demise of myself, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it doesn't have to do with, oh, I don't want to be by myself. Oh, I don't want this, I don't want that. It's literally been preached to us. We sit in the pulpit and watch a man tell us that we got to be Proverbs 31 women while a man can just show up as he is. And we just got to go, oh, well, girl, this is what I got to work with. This is fine. Mm -hmm. And it's not fine. I myself went through... Every time I think of um, Thank You Next and she gets to the one taught me love, one taught me patience, mm-hmm. all I can say is one taught me pain, one taught me pain, one taught me pain. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. That's all I got. Hold on, let that's me all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> 
I'm just joy, gonna sing it one joy, taught me pain. Joy, one joy. taught me pain. One taught me pain. Y'all. Turned out amazing. Like that that's all I got. That's all I got. So I'm leaving. <laughs> I have seen a lot of variations of like funny things of those. Yes. Of like what the Patience, pain, or whatever, but I haven't heard anyone say one topic pain. One topic pain, one topic pain, one topic pain. And that's really what it is. And so I was so. I hope men are listening. And I think see, Nikita got the got the best audience <laughs> because she is the transformation transformation coach. So she has the best audience where men can, and that's what's so funny about watching Nikita do what she does because she has her own stances, and she's not just like, oh well, women, let's go on over here, men, let's go on over here. She knows how to divide, but mm-hmm. in the space of when she has her own thing to say about it, and she stands truth in because I'm I'm not going to tell your story for you, but. She has the capability to be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the thing that really makes this such a viable conversation and, and also the thing that pisses me off about the John Grays in the world, they have everything to say to women who don't mm-hmm. talk to men. They don't say a thing to men. And that's I was where this say is that. dangerous is because you have a man who is... I mean, world-renowned, respected, and everything, and he gets up there. Y'all and respect he uses, that? Except he went to well, Trump. A lot of people did respect him. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people did. Until they, he said that. Damn, yeah. Gina. And I think for me, I, I can be honest with mine. Like, everything that I went through in relationships, I've, I've had women who will sit there and say to me, a oh, girl, that ain't that bad. You know, Cleophas, you know, he... Cleophis. Remember living single? Cleophis. First of all, he he turned out to be a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Look at your life. But it's just, that's just how some people, some women feel. And I don't have an issue with that. I mean, because I can be honest with mine, and I think that's where we're going to be able to open up women's eyes. What happens a lot of times is that people go through things and they don't say nothing about it. See, that's the whole difference in me and what I do. I put out my stuff first before anybody can say anything about me. Mm-hmm. I control my narrative. Yep. So ain't nobody going to be able to say, Quita did X, Y, Z. Quita's happily divorced. Quita's, Same, girl. You know what I'm saying? Quita Same. went through the struggle. God bless Quita the signatures. Quita realized one day, you know what, this ain't going to work. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to walk on away from this thing. Yeah. But was it hard as hell for me to walk away? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a mother of one, I'm pregnant with another, and I'm sitting here saying I'm about to leave my marriage, and I'm in the church. Mm. So I'm about to go through you. The you all the negatives. I'm all the negatives. Yeah. So I'm about to just flip this thing and become a single mother with two kids, start my life all over again, or I can just sit here and behave and be his woman and his wife and just do what he said. But you know what? The, you know what the narrative is after that. The narrative is that you got it wrong. Exactly. The narrative is that, that, that you broke up the marriage that God brought together. I had somebody write on my Facebook page. I looked up to you and I can't Y'all relationship God. you would leave him and you're going to take them kids away from their father. Okay. Right. So, you know, it's one of those things where you have to say to yourself, can I do this? Am I strong enough to do this? And I feel that a lot of women are not strong enough to do this. She is one of them. Um, Mrs. Gray, she's one of them. That woman always talked about how she loves to dance and teach the youth. When I watched the show, she wasn't hardly doing none of that. Why? Because she was so busy covering him. Yeah. She was so busy sacrificing for him. And I don't think that that is what marriage is supposed to be. I don't think a woman is supposed to be two sizes bigger than her man when he's supposed to provide and protect. How you gonna provide and protect for me if I gotta be your coat? Yeah. So I'm on Facebook 
the book of faces. And I'm sure y'all heard about um, Joelle Santana proposing to his longtime girlfriend. Who child yeah. together? Black baby mama. And Ooh, I just want to read y'all what she said because it really like everything y'all saying ties into this foolishness. So she's like, everyone is going in like, he put the ring on the wrong finger, he done beat your ass, he about to go to jail, that's always why he married you. And she gonna say, we've been together since 2009, the next year will make it 10 years. Ladies, if that's the man you want in love, you will wait however long if the love is real. Thank you for the love and support. And I literally said to myself, I'm can you read that one more time? And I am scared. Hold on, Kaylin, can you, can you read it again? Can you read what um, yeah. Kimbella said again? We've been together since 2009. Next year will make 10 years. Ladies, if that's the man you want in love, you will wait however long it is if the love is real. Thank you for the love support. And when I saw that, I said to myself, I said, no, this is desperate to get married, and it is scary. I want them to not. I want her to be like, you know what? Actually, no, I don't want to marry you because you're trash. You beat me. You cheated on me. You, you know, done terrible things with me on national television. And now all of a sudden you about to go to jail on December twelfth and you wanna marry me? Ooh. Right. I don't right. It's I don't like understand, Lord. And you lost all your teeth because you was on drugs. I was no. like, didn't he, he don't even have teeth. He ain't got no teeth. No y'all. teeth, no service. No teeth, no service. Someone said no teeth, no service. You said it on Twitter and I was like, Wow, a word. And that spoke to my Shonda. <laughs> If that man don't got no teeth, he ain't got no teeth. What can he do for but you? But he found sis? a way to buy this ring, even listen, though he about to go in. Listen, it ain't <gasps> even about that. For Kim Bella, her whole existence was being Jules' lady. Yep. Period. Yeah. But she was did she? the little teeth whitening thing on the gram. You know, mm. she did the little body training, waist training <sighs> thing on Shout the gram. But at the end of the day, her whole existence is being Jules' woman, and that my good friends, is dangerous too. When a woman walks into a situation and she doesn't know who she is and that's her whole identity, that's when you get a woman who sits there and says to herself, 10 years, Lord, he done did it, God. Exactly. <laughs> he gave it to me, Lord. I reached the level of dopeness, I done finally made it. I made it, Lord. Somebody Lord, saw me for who I was. Come on, Shabala Zabala Zoo. It's the thing with Kimbella <laughs> is that I don't know her history or whatever, but that's why Chrissy beat her down. It's because she slept with him yeah. and she was trying to, you know, hold Emily down or whatever. But that's just the type of stuff that they do. They have that type of toxic existence. So two people who are toxic. Hold on. To, hold on. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I need you to explain this what happened so because i don't watch love and hip-hop in new york so you have to tell me the history of what's going on you told me (laughs) is the girl who jewel santana just proposed but she also slept with fab but a couple seasons ago she they found out that she had slept with fab but kimbella said she had told emily (laughs) and all of them and they knew that so then chrissy who is jim jones on again off again long-term girlfriend something beat her down because she's like, you're not going to sleep with my friend, man. And then, oh, so okay. that's when Jules allegedly beat Kimbella in the back of the truck. Oh. Because he wasn't privy to that information either. Oh. So that's how we got to all this point of whole, he oh. beat her, so, da, 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 da. so we not, we not openly seeing, this is, this is the part that really, that 
that bothers me so much about love and hip hop and all these other things. We're glorifying <laughs> the idea of oh, loyalty, quote unquote, but the loyalty embodies abuse. The loyalty, literal physical abuse, mentally, emotionally, all these sort of valley ways of abuse. But then you're also saying that, ooh, I'm a hold my I'm a hold my homeboy guy. I'm a hold my homeboy Emily. down. Right. Emily and Fabulous. Emily and Fabulous. Girl, but her, he her own daddy. Before he went Shout. into court. Right. Mm-hmm. So that way she didn't have to testify against That's him right. for beating her. That's yeah. right. But we that that Do is what we look at. That, that is what we look at. That is what we look and at. I think that's what's happening right now with Jules. Like I want to be clear on this because I saw um somebody I really respect on Facebook say, you know, don't judge Jules and Kim Bella because my situation was similar to theirs. I'm gonna judge your situation too. I'm gonna be honest. No, it wasn't. Basically. That situation, and I feel, I stand firm in my truth. I can judge this situation because I've been a woman who, who's been abused. Yeah. If you have not been a woman who's been with a man for a long amount of time and he's been whooping your ass, yeah. this ain't about you. I don't even want you to take this on your spirit. What Kimbella and Jules have is a toxic situation, yeah. and they're raising children in that situation, and they're raising children that are going to have to recover from a childhood, whether it's him beating on their mama, whether it's him going in and out, whether it's them being old enough to see stuff on social media of him disrespecting their mama, calling her this, that, and a third, everything but a child of God. That is the part that I cannot stand up for. I, I've known people who they waited 10 years because both of them didn't want to get married. They right. were about their life. Their parents didn't do it right. So they waited. Nothing wrong with waiting on marriage. Yeah. But my issue comes when you're about to do fed time, you have to go back to court on December the 17th and today, well a couple days ago, you proposed to her kind of like fab dude so you know you can do the whole be slick and your wife can't testify against you kind of thing i don't mm-hmm. like that and you get I your conjugal like visits and everything is cool like yeah, that's I, really I, why you did I it i feel like that's what it is now if it's not god forgive me but it seems real convenient convenient yeah i have a question yes i have all kinds of questions today because okay. i am just getting kind of informed yeah um this is why we do this at my depression shows <sighs> Yeah. Do we think that women put up with this behavior because that we still believe, or at least women still believe, that marriage is the end game Absolutely. for life? Absolutely. That until I get that ring from whomever, I am not satisfied. Absolutely. Yeah. And as a man, I was never taught that. And I believe all men can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my mom never said, oh, you gotta, you got to marry someone. No one has ever pressured me to have kids. No yeah. one has ever pressured me to build a life. It was always go out there and do you. Mm-hmm. And I think that mentality has always been that way. And, you know, people will, will always say that, you know, the, the back in the day, it was so lit, you mm-hmm. know, it was great. You know, we wasn't doing all those things that you young kids are doing. Mm-hmm. But granddaddy had a whole nother family. A whole yeah. nother family. Yeah. It's not you know, true. and yeah. y'all didn't know until he died. Yeah. Exactly. Because all these new people show up at the funeral. So I think, so how can we move past that mentality? Because I, I, I know we're talking about marriage, but I also want to make it a point that just because you are married, which is great, yeah. I, I love that people are married and they're happy, that is not the end game. Right. Yeah. And I think that somebody need to reach out to um, my girl. <laughs> she said Monica. <laughs> sure. Oh, child, let's not even talk about Monica. Um, <laughs> I think someone needs to reach out to Emily and um, Kimbella because that shit is crazy. You're gonna die, and these niggas gonna be in jail yeah. with somebody with another nigga. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. But, 
to piggyback off what you said, I think the way that, again, the way that we're going to be able to stop this foolery is we have to allow more women and make it okay for them not to be married. Stop every time your um, your sister comes to the family Thanksgiving meal asking her when she's going to get married, when she's going to have some babies. That yeah. ain't the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really not. Yeah. I've lived that life where I sat there and I was like, okay, um, I, I've graduated. Uh, what, I guess I can get married now. And, you know, you're going through all these steps. Somebody asks you married, you're like, oh, all right, cool. And then, you, and then you don't think about how that affects that's women. That's your existence. Yeah. I sat there and I remember I was sitting in this church and they were like, describe yourself without saying your name. And the only thing I could say is I was this person's wife yeah. and this person's mom. I've been there too. Been and there I'm too. there like, yep. I was like, I have no identity outside of my child and no my husband. whatsoever. Yeah. And that's not healthy. Nope. Because when my child grows up and goes to college, what I'm going to do? When my husband do decide, you know, when my ex-husband would decide to leave me, what was I going to do? Mm-hmm. I had nothing. Yep. So I had to go through a whole process. Everybody, why does it take you so long to get out there and start dating? Because I had to make sure I was straight. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to bring something to the table because if he couldn't bring nothing to the table, I'm still going to be good. Yeah. So it's, it's that whole mentality of making it seem like a woman has to have a man to be anybody. And it, yeah, it comes from it comes from a really what's that up? Mean that where they were like, um, a sister can have um, her master's degree, have her own business, um, you know, waist is slim and trim. But the first thing somebody asks her is, "Wait, when you gonna get a man? When you gonna get a man?" The same the same perspective that um, I saw on Twitter a few weeks ago when um, who was it? It was some woman that was like, "It'll, it'll take a group of women um, to really like someone." Then it, it, it's only a matter of time before somebody decides to call her a hoe. Right. It's only like a bunch of women can decide we're gonna we gonna go outside right now and play Pokemon Go. Like, look at these hoes out here playing Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And because a woman wants to decide to do something different, to be something different, to be something outside of who society has told her that she has to be, and that's women women identifying that's anybody. It's it all boils down to, well, your existence is only predicated upon whether you can reproduce mm-hmm. and, only, and whether somebody else had decided that you're worthy of, um, no, um, you're, you're worthy of somebody deciding to give you their last name or however way you decide to look at it. And I really think what it ultimately comes down to is you deciding within yourself to... <laughs> so much is happening right now. You decided within yourself that it, it no longer matters. You you walking up to women and asking them when are they gonna have kids with no understanding of whether this woman can even have a child. Right. Whether this woman wants children. Exactly. Whether you you don't know this person's gone through a miscarriage, you don't know this person's gone through any sort of infant loss, you don't know anything, but you're just decided because society told you that this is what right, that you should be able you running up on thirty seven, so you should be popping out a baby by now. You don't know whether whether or not that person wants to be wants to have a baby, you don't know whether that person has the ability mm-hmm. to have a baby. All these factors all these things factor in, but you're deciding that society said that this is how it's supposed to be, and a lot of the society norms that we have right now were created by white cishet men, and we just went along with it and decided that oh, well, this must be how it is, and so which is dangerous, which is exactly which is dangerous because now you now you're activating a groupthink. So going into the groupthink that we were talking about before, because I missed the whole conversation until this morning mm-hmm. when you and Terrence were talking to, to Terrence had put the post up about Kim Porter. And <laughs> put the post up about Kim Porter and Kim Bella and John Gray and the idea. This is this is a cis man who is talking about how women need to 
you know, expand the surround, expand the horizons of not just accepting any old, any old anything. And that in and of itself, those are the things that need to actually start the conversation. Men need to have these conversations with them, with themselves, with, around each, with themselves. We we need uh, uh, it's regardless of your regardless of your orientation, regardless of anything. Men need to sit down with each other and go, hey. The conversation needs to be had. It needs to be had. Let's air out the bullshit. Can I say something as a man? Yes. (laughs) Sometimes. I cannot. Um, (laughs) Every time I turn my camera to him, he just says something like, oh, like. I love it. Yes. Um, I think it's really hard to have conversations like this uh, with men. Because one, you're in. hmm? Ego. Well, ego. And also, they believe that. Men's men's word is law. Like mm-hmm. I said, what I said. Yeah. You know, Nini. It's like you know. <laughs> at this point, it you know this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. If you challenge me on that, you're either myself. You are gay because mm-hmm. you don't want to be with a woman, right. or you think like a woman. Yeah. So you are your opinion doesn't matter at that point. Like you are um, monolith or something. Like you can't yeah, like out of the box. Yeah, yeah, crazy, right? I know. Right? I love black men because they do that all the time. Like, oh, well, this is the this is the black man think tank, and that's oh, how we all gonna think. Absolutely. And they don't like to challenge each other's opinions. I right. feel like once you challenge a man's opinion, it's sort of you all some against them. You trying to right? It's trying kind of, to burn down the black community. Right. Girl, how dare you? Trying to uh, like a whole match and shit. Y'all are just trying to tear down the black man. This is what y'all doing now. Y'all are man bashing. First of all, right. I want everyone to know that you are a man bashing because John Gray is law. John Gray is law and what he has he and is, what he's he is extra law is because he's a man of God. And he has on a big ass coat. He has on a big ass coat that's too big for also, him anyway. I have like a, a, a alternative opinion on the post that Terrence made. I don't know why but I just I appreciate when men are involved in the rhetoric of things that are going on and stuff. But for some reason, like you said, the men should be having these conversations, telling women what they should be doing. Like, you know, women got to stop, you know, dealing with these, these, you know, fuss niggas or whatever. It's almost as if it's like we have to always be the ones to fix <laughs> what's going on in order for everyone else to follow suit. Right. So, like Joy said, like, men need to also be having these conversations. Like, it shouldn't be like, you know, we um, we um, have to step up and, you know, tell men, you know, fuck off or whatever. Because a lot of us are doing that. But if the men are not going back and having conversations about why they got told, you know, fuck off or whatever like that, then... Oh, because you a hate man, so that's yeah. all. That's all. all right. it, we we yeah. have those, Caitlin, we have those discussions of why um, women are abrasive when we just want you to smile. We yeah. have discussions on um, why she isn't giving me, giving me her number even though I she has the potential to be shot yeah. because she does not give me her number. Yeah. Um, it's just the conversation doesn't go the way it should go. We don't start to unpack the behavior of men. And if we, if we do, we're saying that it's an attack on men. It's an attack on masculinity or whatever that, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. When men have these conversations at the end of the day, it's going to be your fault. Mm-hmm. Period. The reason you don't know your place, you you're too damn independent. Mm-hmm. 
Beyonce. You talk too loud. And especially black women, y'all talk too damn loud anywhere. Mm-hmm. Y'all got too many attitudes. Too many opinions. Too many opinions. Yep. So we That's have, the, the thing is, we have those conversations. It's just that we don't have them in the correct format. We don't have, no one is listening and we all, they all think the same. Yeah. So when you go into the barbershop and they have those, those conversations, it's your fault. Yeah. Period. It's just your fault. Yeah. Sorry. And it was so, there was somebody on Twitter who was asking that something along that same line was a black guy asking on Twitter why all these women, why do women um, lie or give out fake numbers and all this and all that. And right. he was, and everybody was answering be, because of their safety. They are worried right. that something could happen to him. He's like, well, I don't know anybody that's ever happened to. And somebody literally was like, so you want a ghost to hit you up to, to tell you this is what happened to her. I mean, well, if you... You didn't know if that man was going to... Like, he was just fumbling over his words. And a lot of people were like, bro, okay. mm-hmm. all these women are on this post telling you mm-hmm. why they give out these fake numbers, why they decide... Because mm-hmm. every... How many times have we watched or read a story where a woman was murdered because she decided to give out a, a fake number or mm-hmm. didn't give a number out at all? Or she said no. Or she has a boyfriend even if she really doesn't. Or she's like... All those things that happen. I mean, that's how Lifetime has been in business for the, as long as they have. It's solely because a lot of crazy stuff has happened through the years. Lifetime has been running stories since I came out my mother's womb about women getting kidnapped, about women being treated poorly, about women being abducted. I mean, all of these crazy things that happen. So for somebody to say, when has that ever happened? Tell them to watch Lifetime. And even then, like you, for you to say, when has that ever happened, means you have actively not paid attention. Exactly. You've gone out of your Anybody. way to not pay attention. Anybody who start any man who starts off a sentence with why women or women should, I don't pay them attention. I don't care if they have good and they mean well or not. It's not your place to tell me what I should and shouldn't do. You all should be acting accordingly, period. So, yes, it was nice to have, you know, Terrence take up for our side. But on the flip side, it's like, no, it's not, it's not our fault always that y'all fuck niggas. If someone would have raised y'all correctly, if it wasn't a societal norm for y'all to be shitballs most of the time, most of y'all, then we wouldn't have to even think of ways to remove ourselves from toxic situations because you guys would not be toxic. So for me, I think that in order for me to, I don't even know how to put it without being like, Men need to shut the fuck up, but like sometimes. Oh, just say that. I mean, sometimes that sounds great. They do. They That's need to be quiet because this is not yeah. nothing that they are doing. And you know, according to what Marshall is saying, the conversation they are having is not assisting women at all. Mm. So there's really no reason for a man to say, "Well, why do women do this?" or "Women should be doing that," or "Why do they give out fake numbers?" Like, don't be concerned with that. You need to ask yourself that question, mm-hmm. internalize that question, and say, "You know what? Yeah, why are women?" Why do women feel adversely when I come up to them and speak? Maybe I shouldn't be speaking to them because they don't know me. And I had to Maybe help. they're afraid. Yeah, well, why I mean, are I'm they afraid? The devil. They must I'm be play afraid the devil's something advocate. that's happened to them. But they don't think like that because they're fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm going to play so, the devil's advocate in that situation. I don't want us to say that men can't ask those questions. Like, I really believe that conversations need to be had, which is why I think some people don't have a problem with me asking my questions of the day. Like, I'll put on there, 
if you have a question for somebody specifically, ask them on their comment and be respectful. But the conversations need to be had between men and women. Men need to understand why women feel the way that they do. And women need to be able to feel that it's safe enough to say it to them. See, that's what's went wrong for so long. Like Montrell said, men have these conversations, but they're having it together. In a, th a black man think tank where all of them think alike, which is not changing a thing. They need to have it with women like Joy, who has no problem saying to them directly, the reason women treat you like this is because I don't agree. you're a jerk off. Mm -hmm. I don't agree. But so I don't, you don't agree. think that women need to be involved in the conversation? No. Okay. And, well, not, in your, not the way that you're saying it. Okay. I just don't agree. I believe that women... One is not the oppressed job to teach the oppressor. The oppressor. That's exactly. Just, that's just. That's how I feel. That's just mm -hmm. it. If you want to have a, if you want to have a conversation, I think that men should be in the room. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I think they should. They should be in the back. <laughs> and I think they should listen. Um, and, that's, I, and you know, I will yeah, say this. And I, 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 I said this. The, I think my first time being on the show. Yeah. I do not separate myself from men. Mm -hmm. I am a man. Um, that's just my role. Yeah. I'm not. When I say they, I also mean we. Okay. I cannot speak for anyone else, and this is why I try to be as quiet as possible on, on this <laughs> podcast. Out my bad, because I believe that. This is an opportunity for women, women to talk about what's going on with women. Um, I agree with you that men should be in, like I said, men should be in the conversation, but I think that we need to go back to the, one of our first topics, which was, which was emotional labor. Yeah. Men don't know how to have that type of labor, yeah. and that's because we've been preached to only be the provider and protector. Mm -hmm. if, I, if, if I'm only provided and protecting, how am I going to help someone emotionally? Mm -hmm. That has always been the woman's role. Right. So when we ask men to do emotional work, they don't know how to do that. Yeah. So if anything, if anything, I think we need to teach men how to to be emotional again. But how are we going to teach them if they're not in the conversation? Baby girl, I'm a man. <laughs> I think we forget Montreal's a man I know how to do Emotional work It's not that fucking hard Pick right. up a book Yeah And if you and I also There's TED it's Talks not my, It's you not do. our responsibility yeah. To do the emotional work For them Exactly Like if you have a son If you have a son work. Or a brother And you're trying to get him To see something fine But it, I should not have to For free <laughs> For be free assisting anybody With their emotional labor I'm not your therapist no. You gotta nope. pay me to do I, this work for you because I'm not you it is draining. Right. I think, I think, I think, because I, I see where both of y'all are coming. Mm -hmm. I see all where all three of you are coming from, and I think what the the common thread in between is that the conversation needs to be had. It's just a, the means of how, right? And Agreed. so I think there is mm -hmm. th there is room for people to hmm, know your role. To, know your role. I, I believe there is room for that, and then there's also those spaces where if you are approaching me as someone who is a subject matter expert in this, not me personally, but mm -hmm. I as a woman, mm -hmm. you're coming to me as, like, perfect example, my ex. My ex had this whole thing where he, he was fake deep, but mm -hmm. he, 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 he loved to perform woke. Mm -hmm. And there was one instance where he was at a Wawa and he had asked a woman, because she was, she was um, trying to put some air in her tire, and he walked over to her and was like, hey, do you need some, need some help? And she basically was like, rebuffed him. Was like, no, I'm fine. Just leave me alone. And so he got in the car with me and was like, see, man, I'm trying to help these people. I'm trying to help her. And she, you know, I'm like, how do you know that you are not the sixth or seventh man to walk up to her and ask her the same question? How do you know that everybody that came before you and call her all sorts of names. Because they ain't like me, baby. Call her all sorts of names. Be and with them other um, 
<laughs> get you a real nigga. And you sitting there like, ew. And so I had to, I did the emotional labor of, I did the emotional labor of at that time of ex, trying to explain to him, this is why she had, she potentially had that reaction, and me, me trying to work with him and going, this isn't about you. This is not about you. This is about somebody who is going through. You don't know what she's been through. I can't tell you how many times I've been walking down Broad Street by yourself, get hit on by six, seven men, be called a bitch because I, re- I rebuffed whoever's talking to me or I didn't respond. And then somebody does finally come up to me and they're trying to be nice. I don't know what to do with that. That's not on me. That is on the person that caused that reaction from me. And so you're a lot of men are trying to get women to answer for something that's not us. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's where the conversation of um, where men are in this room trying to work with each other, right. where they don't understand that concept. You don't understand the concept that the woman don't, if she does not want you, if she does not want anything to do with you, if she's just literally going about her day and you decide to jump in and let me be a part of it, whatever reaction she just has to have to you with that, that's on you. And you need to come to terms with that. And so many men have been triggered specifically that's why, we, that's why we've lost so many trans women, specifically black trans yes. women. That's why we've lost so many women, cis women, because a man decided that that is a hit to his ego. Mm-hmm. And instead of, a, instead of somebody being like, bro, she just didn't want you. Man, fuck that. Fuck her. Fuck everybody. And you decide to hurt someone because of that. Those are the conversations that men do need to have with each other mm-hmm. and, do need to, and need to listen to a woman and say... This is, it's, it's a very tricky slope yeah, because in one space, it sounds like I'm explaining myself. In right. another space, it's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. This is the behavior that I have experienced mm-hmm. and this is what we need to do from going forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very tough conversation to have because one person feel like they're being preached at, mm-hmm. the other person feel like they're explaining themselves. I think there's levels to this. Absolutely. It's levels. I feel like in level one, and first of all, everybody, ain't, uh, we're not all there. Mm-hmm. Terrence wants to call in, by the way. Uh, we're not. <laughs> I gotta we're, find a way for Terrence to call in. We're not all there. I believe level one men should have conversations with themselves to even figure out is this something that we want to do? Yeah. Are we even willing to put in the work of unlearning toxic masculinity? Yeah. Of unlearning how we harm women or how we Jeez, harm other ma- marginalized groups. Mm-hmm. So once they have that discussion and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to do the work to unpack, yeah. I think we can slowly transition them into spaces with women and mm-hmm. say, well, just sit, have a seat, you know, yeah. have several, and you listen, stop yeah. talking, you know, get a notepad. If you have questions, you could write those down, you can answer them later. You know what we do that in? Lectures. Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we have lectures all the time. Yeah. So if you really wanted to know these things, you have the means and the capability of doing those things. I think we need to stop acting like men don't know how to, to be a, a human. And you know what's funny about that? I re- it it just came back to me. Um, do you remember a few years ago when Steve, when Steve Hart was real big into the act like a man, think like a woman, whatever it's called? He was real big into that. And he had did this conference where he brought a bunch of women on stage mm-hmm. and was like prepared to answer all life's questions as Steve Who Harvey is one to, to do. Steve Harvey, a bunch of women. A bunch of them. <sighs> Just still out here, just Where's like, oh, girl, I'm a thing like a man. I'm gonna stick the day road. Like that's the most garbage shit. So he he basically did exactly what you're saying. He had an entire room of men, 
in, in the midst, uh, literally at the feet of these women who were on stage. And he was asking him, he was attempting, 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 because this is Steve Harvey, um, attempting <laughs> to posit these questions about men and women and why are we so separate and why are we so this, why, why are mm -hmm. we so that. The entire time every woman was on stage was heckled by yeah. all these men in the crowd. Making like as soon as one got got up to speak and they said she said something that the men didn't agree with. Ah boo his throw tomato. Oh fine woman on stage. Y'all y'all catcalling her mm -hmm. from the stage. And Steve ain't know what to do with that. He was oh y'all stop y'all y'all and for me the coddling mm -hmm. is what pissed me off the most. Cause some of these women were literally on the stage like what the actual hell is happening mm -hmm. and there's no quote-unquote covering there's no quote-unquote lid there's no quote-unquote protection no coat no coat nothing no. from the man no that's shellac. supposed to be nothing okay. the man that's supposed to be protecting these women on this stage because he's a quote-unquote moderator is doing nothing right. right and so even when you put women in those spaces to have those conversations somehow some way it gets turned into some sort of beauty pageant right and we're only going to listen to you if you go in line with what I already believe. And mm -hmm. that, that was one thing in having the conversation with my ex about like, look, this is what you believe. This is what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. And you got to decide which one you're going to go with because the truth is over here and you still relegating yourself to what, how you feel, how the perception of it is. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, it, it is a very slippery slope. It, it, is. Is, it has a lot of levels to it because even in this space, nobody has fully gotten it right yet. Right. Nobody mm -hmm. has fully, even Steve Harvey in the, in the Who? right, the, the random ass way in which he tried to get this done still failed. Right. Even though, um, I mean, how, how high were your standards, not standards, how, how high were your expectations of Steve Harvey? Right. But the fact that he attempted was even looked that good. And then it was like, see, we did it. We did it, right? And then everybody's like, oh, well, shit, it didn't go well. So I guess it's a conversation that can never be had. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, no, that's not. That's not good this enough. This is a generational thing, so you have to understand that you're breaking generations of thinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not just millennials. Okay. You know, this is not just Gen, Gen this X. This is what right. they saw for many, many exactly. years. Exactly. Right. This backwards thinking of, you know, men treating women poorly, women mm -hmm. just going along to get along. But see, you can't tell women. men that. You cannot tell men that they treat you poorly because now you sound better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, had, you see yeah, how I did that? Yeah. Now you sound better. Now you sound bitter. Now yeah. you had to explain how you're now not you bitter. Say, now who hurt you? you who hurt you, sis? Right. And why don't you love yourself? Yes, a mm -hmm. guy did that on my post. And I'm like, he was like, yeah, because you know, you, you just bitter. And I'm like, bitter about what? Get and your Peter Guns like, ass out of here. I, he said, you are really bitter. He was like, because you can't be coming at men like that. I was like, how am I bitter? I wasn't bitter last weekend when you asked me to the movies. Ooh. I wasn't bitter then. Ooh. I was the bomb.com mm. but now I'm bitter now because I'm bitter I don't agree with because you. I don't agree with and you. I said, so your access has been denied, delete, blog. <laughs> let's move it on along. It has nothing to do with me being bitter. And see, that's why I said that women should not be in a room when we have these conversations. We need to have someone who who understands the plight of women, who understands the struggles of women, who can go in and talk to men about it, because men are more, unfortunately, men are just more receptive to other men talking to them about their bullshit. Yeah. They but, are. But then it, then it becomes, well, I hate to use the phrase, but who is the sacrificial lamb? Because then that Baby man... Girl, it ain't me. Then I get that, paid for my stuff. Then that man... Oh, yeah, we get paid for it all day. And you you, you throw up a conference, and it's $60 a ticket, and I'm going to tell you about your ass. 
So it's like, <laughs> and I think that's valid because mm-hmm. you're getting paid for your emotional labor. But in the, even in regards of you getting paid for it, who with the sacrificial land that decides to get up and go, you know what, the way that y'all are treating women is actually pretty fucked up. That man will be relegated to the ash heap of time. Well, you Look at him out here pandering. Mm-hmm. Look at him out here. Oh, oh, Derrick Jackson head ass. Even though he's who's that trash as well. He so he <laughs> go back and forth. But you know what? I I appreciate Derrick a lot Derek more Jackson than a lot of these other men. At least he he know. loved to do his um his his conferences from the from the front seat of his car. He just be on. He just oh him. yeah, yeah. dark skin. Yes, <laughs> but he ashy af. Oh, I bet. He's so he, ashy. He's a man. He's Coconut dipped ashy. That's what like, he is. I, I respect him because of the way he went up against John Gray. Right. And that whole mob of women who have been brainwashed to believe that if your man don't put you through hell, you ain't winning. He don't love you. He don't love you. He don't love you I'm unless good. he treats you like shit. I'm good, love. I'm good, love and joy. <laughs> He don't love you unless he unless he treats you like shit. So, and it, that's the space in which I I really love to stay as far as mental health is concerned because right. it is a mental thing that we have adapted and swallowed and found a way. My thing just died. And found a way to uh, try to recreate it in all different ways generationally. Right. And what I love so much about our generation, the millennials up, are deciding that you know what this ain't the shit I'm for anymore. We're not dealing with it anymore. We're going to continue to call it out. And that's why so many of us, I think, have gotten almost, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Almost like immune to being called bitch, hoe, all these things because we're standing up in our, in, in our truth. Right. And if you call me a bitch and a hoe, it's kind of like, okay, okay, nigga, no. Like, you're doing this because I hit a nerve with you. You're doing this because you think you can shut me up right. by calling me all this, that, and the third. And all I'm going to do is just keep talking. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be mad. You're going to stay mad. And I really don't care how you feel about it because for the last 31 years or the last 52 years or the last 19 years, you didn't care about how it really affected me. Mm-hmm. Now that I've... This is what I love so much about our generation. Now we have come into the spaces where I'm not going to accept what my grandmother accepted. Mm. Right. I'm not going to decide or think of, or think amongst myself that this is all there is. Mm-hmm. I said it on the Naquita's post when the when the John Gray stuff was fresh. I was like I'd much rather be on badass bitch mode and be my Tracy Ellis Ross for the rest of my life. <laughs> Then be out here, I'm catching flights and got my own yeah. shit. And then be out here birthing a grown ass man. Yeah. And it pissed me off because there were she people. She didn't get paid. I'm mad. There were pe- and the, the, the other part about it, she on Derek Jackson's post um, commenting and saying shit basically with John Gray behind her being like, that's right, baby. You better mm-hmm. stand up for me even though I treat you, you like shit. That, no, the saddest part about that, and I told my girlfriend the other night, she got on that camera to prove to everybody that he is a man's man and he's a good man, but you won't even let him talk. He's a good man. Oh, she didn't man. have to let she him talk. She not let him talk, so you're still birthing him. You're still, you're like, still oh, momming him. Ma, he hit me. Him. Who hit you? Uh, that man that right man. there hit me. Okay, baby, let's go. And you go out there and go to Big Bag Derrick Jackson. That man has speaking engagements <laughs> a couple times out of the week. That man can speak. The reason he's not speaking right now is because you're offended that he played you like that on that TV show. That won't nothing but hurt that she had right there. And it, That's all it was talking Son, this generation don't know nothing about a covenant. Again, I'm good. Mom, I'm, if that's if what it a is, covenant means that I have to get broken so that he can be built up. Like, yeah, sounds like I'm a pimp. 
I'm not about that life whatsoever. I'm pimping. I'm pimping out your emotions, like, man. That's exactly what that sounds like to me. And that's what. That's why she was so aggressive on her video against Derek. And How Derek, old is she? I, I think Avenger is like 37. Okay, Child. so what does she mean, this generation? She's not that far removed. People keep forgetting that millennials are well into their 30s. Right. So exactly. There's no this generation. You just happen to be a dumbass. Well, in her, <laughs> that's what it is. Shut up now. In her mind, it's the young folk that's well. telling her that that ain't how it's supposed to go. And it's like, no, it's, no, people mom, her it's same older women We all the same ages, but we telling you, right. right. No, it don't right. work. And it don't work like it's that. It's especially the older women who done been through hell and brimstone with a man that's telling you, baby, that ain't the way you want to do it. That ain't the way to do it. That ain't the way you want to do it. Because I saw so many people. Off, they pissed. They pissed. I saw so many women under there, even though uh, the only reason why I watched Derek Jackson because somebody else tagged me. And I'm yeah, like, he's he, fine. Don't he fine, part. but he actually yeah. asked. Uh, <laughs> I'm fine with because, that. Because, it, again, <laughs> it's one of those things where. Like like how Kaylin is positing. It's one of right. those things where a man is coming up and going, you know what, women? You don't have to go through this. Mm-mm. Just watch me and my chocolateness. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sit here and tell you about yourself. And he's, if you was like this. He's like, no, that don't work either. And the is fine. that he's recently married, has a new child, but we don't get to know all of that. Oh, no, he was with Latoya Lucky and treated her like shit. Who? No, it's not the same guy. Not bae. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, well, shit. That's He's even worse. Did, but you see, Robert Hill ain't really putting out no stuff now because he did. Because he like got caught. Right. But that's how they do that. But then, you, but then you're up, you're elevating. Ooh, I'm a... I'm a benefit off of telling off of these women emotional exactly. I'm a benefit off of your out. mental uh, over your mental sensibilities. I'm a benefit on you not really knowing what to do with yourself. A benefit on your brokenness and sell you. I'm a sell you a book exactly. to tell you about yourself. It's exactly. like what? The, <laughs> and we just like, oh girl, I just went Ooh, to the girl. conference. I spent 150 dollars for no somebody to tell me when, that I ain't shit. Glory. No right. Then when Steve Harvey <laughs> do the same thing, they will. Pimp you out yes. over your emotional struggles, and they will write a there, book about it. Yes, Steve and, 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 and sell you your struggle. Sell you your struggle, and have <laughs> you sit there talking about so, Ooh, I gotta make, I gotta make every man wait ninety days, and he gonna marry me, and we gonna live. Hey, they no, that around. don't work for a lot of brothers. And women have to realize that women have to realize that there is nothing that a man can tell you about living as a black woman. Nope. Period. Nope. So why would we take advice from people who don't live our everyday lives? Like there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing that my husband can tell me about my personal experience as a black woman. Nothing. He might be able to give like, you know, I see they treat y'all terrible. Yes, they do. Let me tell you the ways. But there's nothing that that Ernest can say to me that's going to give me an aha moment about being a black woman. I'm black every day. I'm a woman every day. Yeah. And I have the audacity yeah. to be both. Exactly. I just want yeah. I just want more women to reclaim their time. Like, we're wasting too much time. But the, but the thing about it. Games with these men. But the thing about it. Like most of them don't know that they're wasting time, and that's the point. Because narratives <laughs> like this are being put out. Ride or die. Hold your man Be down. a covering, he girl. Gonna, don't be a lead. Roll, Either way. You. What the fuck does that even mean? Nothing. His, his, another fake deep nignog. That's what it is. She's his covering, you know, but men got to be careful because some of the women they're dealing with is a lid. No, bruh, you're the lid. You're the whole lid. That woman can't do nothing. Nothing. All of her dreams and aspirations are. Well, her dream and aspirations was to cover him. And that's and no. that's what 
That's what the but church, that's what, that's what family, that's what everybody else will tell you. You be all these things to this person. You do all these things. For Put your life on hold except for the kids. You got to have the kids. Do all these stuff. You know, get a degree, but not really. Don't get a degree. Yeah. Don't make no more money than right, him. Right. If you make more money, because that's going to make him feel like he's less than a man. Right. You got to do all these things. You got to make sure. Damn, you, so you, and like somebody put out there. I have to birth a man I later have to submit to. I got to dim my light so that he can shine. Come on, bro. Why can't we both shine? No, because you can't shine lighter than you but can't see, shine brighter than thing. him. That's the mentality, and that's why I wish more women would just be patient. I've I've been there where I sat there and dimmed my light for a dude so that he can shine, and it was dark as hell because he couldn't shine. Period. I'm tired. Whether I turn my light down or not. Now you know what I'm saying. I'm only surrounding myself. You know what I'm saying. Or only dealing with a man that can handle me shining because you came into the situation where i'm already shining so you good with that yeah but see this whole i gotta i gotta mute myself for him to be able to be heard it's exhausting yeah. uh-uh. it's a, is that, a, is that what y'all go through yeah that's exactly what go through? we go through not me that's exactly what a lot not yeah no not no, no no yeah but okay. a lot of women yeah. go through that where you feel like yeah like i literally oh, i couldn't work i couldn't do it's nothing. the ghetto. like i literally just had to sit there it's and the chill so that he could do his thing was he at least cute and I'm sorry. I mean, there it is. This is the ghetto. <laughs> this is the whole ghetto. You know, this is the ghetto because Man, it is just not. The way that I do. What in the name? I can't stand these shiftless ass. Good lord! I, it's just it's unfortunate that in the year of our Lord 2018, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think, father and savior. Women I think, I think are still dating. I think we're Like I don't even. I don't even know, like, I don't even communicate with shiftless men on a day-to-day basis. I probably don't even come in contact with them because they don't exist in my world. So I just be so shook when I get a call from a girlfriend or I see something online about a shiftless man winning. And I'm like, what? A shiftless man. Am I crazy? I'm not like, yeah, they are all around you. But they just don't. They are still out here thriving. They don't know how to talk to you about it because. They see you like just me for myself. I see you as, and I haven't even physically seen you, but I wouldn't feel comfortable coming to you letting you know of my struggle in my relationship or how this dude is putting me through all of this because you and Ernest are good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these women are all around you. And until I started living in my truth and speaking up, women wouldn't tell me anything either. They thought I had the perfect marriage too until I started saying, no, y'all, I'm tired. I'm dog tired. Girl, the Lord is tired. But what's crazy Sh- about it is things. I have people that always come to me tell me about shiftless men. Okay, so that I just don't understand why shiftless, shiftless men exist. Because they're not like, as how do we, how do we get them to go, to disappear? Like, what, what are the steps that we have to take? You can't get them to disappear because it's weak women. And I don't even want to say weak. I want to say women who don't know their worth that endure that, that will sit there and take that because they're under the impression that Tyrone is going to do better. Tyrone's going to grow. Let me tell y'all about the Tyrone. Okay, let's go back to Cleophis. Cleophis is going to get better. We can't get no good names. Charles. Charlie. Don't say Charles because that's my ex-husband. Don't do that shit. Well, then Charles. Uh, no, I'm I mean, saying I don't, just, want, I don't want to hear that name. That's all let's just go with Timothy. Mufasa. is going to do better. Girl, like, Mufasa died. You say Hennessy? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hennessy ain't never did me wrong. No, <laughs> I don't got one to do. Thomas. Use, listen, Kaylin, we could just have to use Ernest. Cause Ernest is a good man. Okay, Tarani. Well, but we can't say Bobby. Because we're talking about dog dudes. Ricky. Like, can't say no. Mike, I, 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 I want to earn it. Let's go with Bobby. We're going to go with Bobby. 
I want to say this. Kayla, how did you get an earnest? So Amen. let us let the girls Amen. know. And I'm going to be writing nine, we, nine down as well. I literally was just minding my motherfucking business. <laughs> Hello. He, he just approached me. He, just he approached me. I literally was minding my business. Because That's I've how never, you do it. Be in my, living had, my best life. Had, exactly. I've had one, like, boyfriend in my adult life, which I really don't even claim as my boyfriend because, girl, what? Exactly. Um, but you know I'm that, laughing like, hysterically, been, right? I've never been... Who? Jeff? Yes. Um, yes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeff is laughing for her own personal reasons. So... Um, <laughs> But yeah, I've never been the I've never been the person that really wanted to be in a relationship. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really understand the value of relationship. Right. So when I met Ernest, I was not interested in being like his girlfriend or anything. Like that. I didn't even want to get married or have kids right. before I met Ernest. That was not like in my trajectory. Like I did not think it was necessary. Um, but literally, I was just minding my business. And when I met Ernest, I said, "Oh, I'm just gonna let you know up front. Like I'm gonna be as transparent as I can be, and this is who I am." So like. This is all I have because I was just tired of being performative in other aspects of my life. That I was like, I'm not about to be performing for some nigga, a nigga in this economy. Girl, in this economy. And I think women, I think women have to realize that like we hold, we call the shots. Like we are what, like they now. come to us. Like now. we don't have to go to them them shiftless men like and settle like that's not even there's so many people in the world i tell people all the time like there are so many people in the world and you worried about that one shiftless nigga because you truly believe that you are not worth anything let me remind you of your worth you can mind your business and whoever's supposed to you know come into your life god in the universe whoever you believe in will bring that person into your life there's no reason for you to have to go through hell and high water exactly in order to achieve happiness like happiness is homemade off top and Second of all, like, um, like she was saying, like, you don't have to go through hell to find heaven. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Right. And love is not supposed to be hard. Like, when I got married, a lot of people were like, marriage is hard. Marriage is hard. And I'm thinking to them, like, no. okay, so you're telling me that I'm about to walk into something that's going to be difficult. But my relationship has not been difficult. And we were long distance for a long time. So I'm not I'm not in the mindset of thinking that something is going to be difficult just because the rest of y'all niggas say it is. Or the rest of it was difficult for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I know what my boundaries are, I know what my deal breakers are. And those Mm -hmm. don't change just because I love you. (laughs) It doesn't change because I love you. And the same thing with my husband, like, we talk about it all the time. Like, we don't talk about it now because we're married, but before we got married, we were like, if we ever had an issue and we had to break up, like, there are plenty of other people in the world that you can be with. And we both agreed on that. Like, it's realistic because people think that you belong to someone and you don't. Like, nothing belongs to you. Like, you guys are a partnership. Like, it's not this whole, like, I got to cook and clean for my man because that's what a woman's supposed to do. I got to make him no, a plate, not on the, the, on the paper one. So if I feel like cooking, I'm going to cook. Man. If he feels like cooking, he's going to cook. Like, there's no... People put so much into relationships based off of what, like, other people are telling them. Right. Right. That they end up in these toxic relationships and, and they think it's normal because everyone else has told them, like, oh, girl, it ain't that bad. When in reality, half of those people telling you would not even put up with that shit. So why would you right, put up with exactly. it? Exactly. Honestly, and I think that's what more women need to do. They got to stop 
trying to go along to get along. Like, let a dude know up front what your deal breakers are. I ask couples mm-hmm. all the time, like, are you asking the important questions? Like, are you saying your truth? Like, stop. Some of them, them like, so that they'll like you because random ass. Oh, this is my favorite color. Yeah, I don't care. Out, I mean, it's not care out either way. Right. I let a man know up front, bruh, if at any reason I feel disrespected, it's a wrap. I've been down that road before. What does disrespect mean? You cheat? It's a wrap. Uh, you sit there and I see inappropriate texts from you to another woman. It's a wrap. Uh, you sit there and you want to play with my emotions and stuff like that. It's a wrap because I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And that's where women, the whole reclaiming your time, yo, I need people to feel that on a spiritual level. Stop mm-hmm. wasting your time sugarcoating your truth. Give it to them straight, yep. no chaser. Like, I don't have time for it. When I'm out there in the dating game, I let it be known. I'm happily divorced. This is why I'm divorced. This is where I'm at in my life. And, yeah, it's not going to change right here. I'm willing to compromise a little bit, but I'm gold digging right now. And men are either, A, going to respect it, or, B, they're going to float away. And it's work for me. Whew. That's what it is. Like, I want to know... My even though I'm I'm nowhere near in the space where I feel like even attempting to go on anybody's date. <laughs> um, when I do think about it, that I'm I'm not for the oh this is my favorite color and this is my yeah. favorite food conversations mm-hmm. no more. I've been through way too much trauma and I've been through way too much unmitigated bullshit mm-hmm. for somebody to be like oh let me just let, let me I've had way too many people benefit on my brokenness. Hello. So. I'm not in that space no more. Right. I'm never going to allow anybody else to do that no more. Yeah. So I'm going to come forefront mm-hmm. to the table yes. and I'm going to ask you the hard questions. What are your triggers? Exactly. When you get mad, what do you do? How was your childhood? How was your childhood? Do you get along with your parents? Uh-huh. Do you even like your parents? Do you even like your family? Are your parents still together? Like, do when you, did they break up? Why those are the questions that need to be asked mm-hmm. outside of, ooh, you like future. Yeah, like, I'm nosy. Mm-hmm. I was, hell I'm yeah. <laughs> so all of that lets me know how you're going to deal with situations. So I'm not, I'm not, triggered, not I ain't with the shits no more. That was one of the valid Question. Don't be asking about my mama and now. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's where you find. <laughs> That's your example. But those are the questions that need to be asked. And honestly, what I love the most about our um, our forever Monica, president, you know Monica is hilarious. Um, our forever hey, president, um, Michelle Obama. Oh my When God. she said Hun- that, about my girl. right? When she said, Shelly from Shatter. Barack came as a fully formed human. Oh Lord Jesus! And all these women were like, "What's that?" Let me tell a you, a fully something. formed human. What do you mean? You didn't have to birth him. You didn't have to, you didn't have to wipe his ass mm-hmm. at twenty eight. You didn't have to do any of these things. Oh, and then I'm gonna interject for a second. That is something that just trips me out about our people. Yeah, like we just literally. Mm-hmm. Reposted this clip from Michelle Obama, this insert 29.2 million times. Mm-hmm. Someone we respect and revere saying, Hey, I won't raise that man. Yeah. You know, I, I helped with a little bit here and there. You know, I added some hot sauce uh-huh. to the to the already cooked meal. To the gumbo. And then literally a week later, somebody says, Oh, and we like, oh, we all got to do that again. It's mm-hmm. like, if Michelle Obama ain't birthing up, look. It's and that's what we trying to be. That's what we trying to go two, to. Those are two very different women. Yep. The women that's sitting there with their amen corner, when John Gray sat up there and said, my wife was a coat, and I was like, woo. Those are the women who are still looking for their man to give them a shout out, to give them credit. Need a you got the other chicks over there. What you call Hold them? On. Hold on, hold on. Who you call? Um, you said the place that you're in. Being oh, I'm 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 fully Tracy Ellis Ross. I'm I'm a whole bad yeah. bitch. When you're at that <laughs> I'm in that space right now. Level of womanhood, 
you looking at Michelle, you like, yeah, that's me right there. Like, I feel her on that. I'm not birthing no man. I, I know what who I'm you are to the table, like. and I'm not afraid to eat alone. See, those are the Michelle Obamas. Then you got the Avengers that's like, you know what? I'm going to give him two more years, and he, he going to get it together. And then when them two years come, you know what? He deserved three more years. You know, he did start vacuum in the living room. <laughs> Because the bar is under the ground. The bars are so different. <laughs> so you got your Michelle's and your Tracy Ellis's, and then you got your Avengers, and you got your Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. Avenger. 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 Avatar. She is the last Airbender. You got your avatars. Somebody please look up this woman's name. It is like a Ventura. But like seriously, Selena. Does she Monica, even have a name? I mean, Jess Monica said, hey, girl, hey. Supposedly she's married, but she was doing too much on that sofa. Yeah, she was. She yeah. was falling all out. Like, oh, girl, you better speak the truth life, to me. Like, is she? Is Selena Johnson married? Selena Johnson, I think so. Is, Selena Johnson is married. Selena Johnson is also someone who has been on marriage boot camp. She is also someone, also someone who's been on Lord. So she likes where struggles. You got, where you got to see all of the struggles. You know what? But the thing with Selena is that Selena in her marriage she wears the pants. I so had an she, epiphany. She's that woman. Like, yo, you gonna respect mm. this? So. Is she? Because she wants to cover. Huh? <laughs> no, she's, Listen, she's let me mind. tell you something. Yeah. I bet your husband will say she a lid. Just oh, yeah. the way you watch her carry him on the show. She's because you just you blocking him. Yeah, you blocking him. That brother could have been so much more. He could have been Charles Barkley, but uh, you got him. Damn, over there. you want to be Charles Barkley? That's what you aspire to. Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> when well, you want to see he could only play overseas. He couldn't play like in the NBA. Oh, he damn. Be in the NBA, but he oh, she wouldn't let him? Damn. Why? Right, yeah, maybe she, uh, she the pastor lead. John Gray. Yeah. This she a lead. Maybe she is she a lead. lead. And you got to watch out for the lead. You got to watch out for them leads, man. The Niggas lead. can be lead. 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 lead, too. Right. You, you out here being a whole lead. Gracefully. You got to cover gracefully. And then you can grow. You got to be a, a, a thick, warm <laughs> coat, but you can't be too heavy. Can someone contact Sierra? Mm. Because no, nah, because Sierra Biller too. How dare you move on? How dare you move on? How dare you have a whole That's other cute. baby? So I would love for someone to contact Sierra so I could figure out what did she do? What was the get, prayer? What was the prayer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up! Mind up. Tell you. I asked happened. Kaylin. She said, "Mind she my business," but I can't do that. Yeah. And, and she started minding her business. Yeah. Hello. Mm. Shut up. You really start minding your business. When you so many things happen. Yeah. When you start minding your biscuits, life is great. <laughs> I, I try to. Oh, I'm always the bitch that makes better, the biscuits. Better write that down. It just came out. <laughs> when you are minding your biscuits, life is gravy. Okay. I want y'all to. Y'all need to tag me in that. Come Rita on, man. That's these, a Coach Q nugget right there. And these food That's analogies. Food these nuggets. That's a nugget. Because you, she did the same rounds. thing. At the thing last week when you she was like two, Waffle over House, two hundred pounds right. not eating, baby. Come oh on, man. let's get with God. it. Huh. <laughs> Look at it. So I'm going to take Kayla's advice. I'm going to start minding my black ass business, hey. and I want to see. Cause you, <laughs> no, you see, no, but you can't, you can't, you can't you can't mind your business and hope that things will happen. First of all, Kayla, like you just gotta mind your business. First of she all, she can't <laughs> see you, sweetheart. <laughs> Shit. So all of this extra, right. she's not receiving it. But I felt it. it. I felt okay. it. Okay. I, felt my energy I mean, we're right here, so Never mind. we felt it. No, Never Kayla mind. said my energy felt it. So okay, cool, fine. cool. She felt it in the, in the atmosphere. I'm going to mind. Oh, I'm no, gonna... I did feel it. I feel oh. my energy Monica told me to put that on a shirt. I need and to I'm glad you felt it. He is in here rolling his eyes, girl. When they get stuck, it's going to be for naught. 
You cannot see him. But you roll them eyes, baby. Do it again. I need to know. Okay, what do you what you got to say? All I I just wanted to say that I'm going to mind my business and I'm going to pray. So Kaylin, fuck you. What? I'm still gonna do that. I'm gonna hope. I'm gonna sit. I'm going to sit in this chair, and I'm going to sit in this chair, and I'm going to wait. Wait. I'm going to Like, Jill, like Jill Scott did on that bus, and hey, William came through. And you see what happened? Hey. Never mind. Well, they never. Yeah, that never was, mind. We're not going to be referencing so, Jill Scott with a microphone in my hand. Not sure. at all. So right. as, we, as we close she up. She likes mics. She likes mics. My name is Jay. <laughs> Y'all can't see me, but that was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It was. I said, "Girl, get off the stage." It was. Yeah, it was a real quick peak, a real quick hot take. It was right. It just was. Like, why are you at the fair reunion? I laughed. I laughed because my cousins got here. Right, I laughed because it was awkward. Like I don't want to picture. I don't want to picture my cool aunt, no matter how just cool you are. Shit. I don't want to know the message. Like, whoa, no, cool auntie, that's not no. That's not why possible. everybody likes you. Right. We other, like you because you're funny and right. you have a good voice. I don't want to see you. Don't touch the mic like that no more. She I don't want that to be the thing that happened. How did we get here that quick? I don't know. It's your fault. <laughs> I you think it's my trail's fault. No, you the one said about you. He said I'm away to the bus. Yeah. My trust fault. Because ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no she way. She was on that stage of her right mind. Ain't no way, right. Aretha. Ain't no way. She Aretha says she do it all the time. I mean, that's fine. Okay, yes, that's fine, but not on the microphone. It, anytime somebody <laughs> in her shows all the time. Anytime somebody she simulates really sex on stage, it's always awkward, regardless of who it is. Yeah, I'm always like, like exactly. Even if it's a uh, man. Nuh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because when Beyonce gave that lap dance, Everyone was here. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the lap dance, dance is different than sucking Because you twerking. Yeah. When Michelle almost fell over Magic Johnson. Michelle almost, <laughs> Michelle <laughs> always, <laughs> almost and falls. And Terrence Howard all, did exactly, he, he passed out on the stage. On these shows it's is too much for me. They the did, only, the oh only person God. that's ever done it right that I did not feel Janet. complete. Janet. She's Janet. the only one that ever oh, did it. Oh, that did didn't feel Oh my God! The Listen, Velvet Rope Tour. The Velvet Rope Tour was a whole nother ball game. I'm, I'm just, 11 watching that, knowing damn well I should I be watching it. I just want everyone to know that I'm that's 25. The thing is that <laughs> Janet did it effortlessly. Everybody who's trying to do it, that's why it looks weird. Yeah, because you're trying. Because you're trying. Because Janet put the bar up she here. Let us know that she was making. And you're it. like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna suck ghost dick. And mm. you're like, this is fine. <laughs> this is enough. I did my part. So <laughs> She, note. But she did it with no hands. She did it with no hands. No, because no, she went. Never mind. Okay. So she, <laughs> she did it with no hands. Was on mic hands. <laughs> she did. Like, what are you talking about? Of course, you gonna hold the mic hand. Like, I'm so dumb. So on that note, it was a microphone there. So on that note, as we wrap up, what are the things that we got to be quick about it? What are the things that going forward we wish we we want to be able to pass on to those women? I hate to keep saying women, even though specifically this is more of the people that it happens to, but just people in general. Um, how can we speak on them moving past um, abuse and thinking that this is the right way to be? And I'm going to go the opposite direction of where I went first, just so I can make sure everybody... So, Kaylin, that means you're last. <laughs> just let me know when to go. <laughs> Put me in, coach. Um, so. I would like to pass. 
the hell your ass set you up? <laughs> set up. Cut the I mic on and said, I'm good. How do, we, how do we help women move past abuse? How do we help women move past abuse and thinking that this type of it's abuse, normal. this struggle love, all of that is normal? Like, how do we, how do we start the conversation? How do we continue this conversation? And I'll tell you why I'm passing. Because I still don't think I've experienced, you know, everybody experienced shitty men. But I don't think I have really experienced a situation like that where I can really tell somebody how to move past. Because I don't know. If I really felt like I was in a situation like his wife, I would be, like, reaching out to people. Like, look, girl, um, I'm stuck. So that's why I'm passing to give advice right now. Valid. That would make it your turn. He said, that's cute. Because it also applies to me, but I'm going to say something. Amen. Mm. Oh, that's Jesus. cute. It might not. Exactly, girl. Exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, the giggle was the best part. I don't know why people have me on this show. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just here making biscuits. That's all I got for people. What? If you don't give us your advice. Um, right. I will say this. You need to, I think we just need to change the narrative. If you look at more positive shows about relationships, mm-hmm. I think Kaylin mentioned love is. There's a plenty of No, I, I, said, I said it wasn't positive. No, oh, that wasn't? I never watched it. Yeah, I haven't either. No. What about, oh, is that struggle love too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is being no. Mary Jane struggle love? Yes. Hell yes. Oh, yes. Darn it, I and like I love show. that show. I never. I watched the movie and after that I was like, yeah, don't, Okay, don't look at Soul Food. Oh, That's when we don't. Absolutely not. But I feel like if you, That's there's, there's some movies no. out there, there's some shows, there's some relationships yeah. out there that who, who you know, that would give you the platform or the template to know what a good relationship looks like. And I would say this, if that shit feel wrong, baby, it probably is wrong. Listen to your intuition. And you have to, Shondo, I, girl. Yeah. And if you don't listen to your intuition, listen to someone else's that has no gain from that. Like, I think we always need someone who is, you know, impartial to anything. Like, I have nothing to gain from you not being in this relationship, so I'm going to listen to that person. Mm-hmm. No, she don't want your man because your man ain't shit. Period. <laughs> so if you listen to, you know, if you listen to Jess, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, bitch, that shit crazy. Yeah. I think you need to be more open to people who's telling you the, the right things, and even though you just don't want to hear it. Yeah. So that's all I got. I've never been in a struggle relationship. I don't know what struggle dick feel like. Sorry. Whoa. It's um, not that great. It's not good. So, it's not good. sorry. Or worse, it's, it's the best in your life, and that's why you really Let me tell you something. I've heard people say if, the, if he's sleeping on his mama couch, it's bomb. That's what I've heard, too. And that's, that's cool. all he knows how to do. That's all he knows how to do. <laughs> and I think that's cute when you're not in a relationship with said nigga. Right. So if he resembles future... He probably mm. ain't it. He probably ain't it, girl. He not. Uh, he not. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a passer. So with that, um, I feel that for me, I've been through it. I've been through the struggle of, I've been through an abusive relationship, marriage, whether it's emotional, physical, all that good stuff. And the way that I help women is I'm transparent. I don't have none of my shit. Like, I let you know from the jump what I've been through, which I think works best for me because I've been there, done that, and got the t-shirt. So women feel comfortable coming to me telling me, okay, this is what I'm going through. And they'll ask me, like, is this the norm? And I'm like, no, it's not healthy. It's toxic. And that's what it is. But I think more women who've been through struggle love need to be more transparent about it and just stop sitting there acting like, okay, I shouldn't talk about this or that. Plenty of people told me once I came back to Virginia that I'm too honest, I'm too open. Well, that's the only way other people are going to heal. 
people heal from your transparency because they're able and willing to come and talk to you about it. Yep. So I always tell people, if you've never been through those situations, if you've never been through struggle, if you've never been through abuse, please don't talk to those women. Don't, don't do it. Don't even project that on them because you have no idea how hard it is for a woman to leave a toxic situation, pick up her whole life, and move away from it. And that's all she knows. Mm -hmm. For five years, I was just a stay-at-home wife and mother. That was hard as hell to get on a plane holding a four-year-old's hand with a baby in my stomach, get on a plane, and come back here and start all over. I left a five-bedroom house, two cars, all that good stuff. And everybody's like, why'd you leave there? It's like, because I wanted to live. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I came back to Virginia and I started my life all over again. So, if you've been through abuse, if you have been through what we call now struggle love, be transparent about it and be honest about it. That's how you help heal. Amen. So, Kaylin, it's your turn and then I'm going to close out. Um, I think it's just important for us to continue to display healthy relationships and then also explain to people that the goal is to have healthy relationships with right. people, right. not just to have a relationship. Right. So I think as long as we keep reminding people of that, through being transparent and just telling our stories or, you know, reposting positive images of relationships um, and reminding people that not everybody relationship is relationship goals, right. then I think we can move more women or whomever are in these situations away from dealing with shiftless people because in 2019 I rebuke all shiftless people in relationships mm. like hey, I'm keeping y'all lifted everyone on the dating sphere I'm making sure that y'all don't have no shiftless people coming y'all way so I'm oh, praying again I received that Reiki right now I rebuke all shiftless people in the name of the Father mm -hmm. the Son and the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. Glory. oh my mm -hmm. god Pastor Joy that's a word right there can somebody can get the collection plate <laughs> It's time to get these coins. <laughs> and let's send them all to Kaylin through PayPal. <laughs> okay. Or her treasurer, Jessica. I cannot. And that is the treasurer. I Hold on, that. I need an accountant. Wait a minute. Come on, Make now. sure the treasurer's and keeping the coin. I'm Come not on. trying to see <laughs> Selena Part 2, dog. We're not doing that. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. Like, I ain't getting no money this week. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what bike? But I, I see on the thing. Nah, I don't know, girl. I don't know what to tell you. I see, but I see all the emails that came in. Right? Those ain't emails, girl. Mm -mm. They, ain't they, even the, they ain't even the right account. I was sending that through MailChimp. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with everyone here, and I think we had a really fruitful discussion, and I hope that we continue to have this discussion. If you are in a space where you feel that abuse is happening to you, mm -hmm. and it's very hard, because um, I go back to what Kaylin and I talked about a few weeks ago when she was first on the show, where you have to identify the codependency that you have. Yeah. It's very hard to identify and have to look at the abuse for what it is right. because we've been taught that this is an abuse, this is love. Mm -hmm. This is what is expected of, is expected of us. This is, what is, this is what it really comes down to. Mm -hmm. And so the hard part is coming to terms with that. The hard part is realizing that this was abuse or you're being abused or you're being taken advantage of or you're being used for your light, your goodness. You just happen to be born with the ability to have to be able to um, be a light in a space and darkness will always come in and try to be light and 
unfortunately, that darkness resembles love sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we have to own up to the fact that, damn, I got, got shit. Mm-hmm. And be okay with moving on. This is the scariest, most loneliest thing. Mm-hmm. And over the, la- over the Thanksgiving weekend, that's what I had to come to terms with. Mm-hmm. Shit, I got, got. And it's okay to come to terms with that and decide, you know what, I ain't never going to get got again. And anybody that comes with me with the got spirit, don't get it. Got me fucked up. Hey. So, <laughs> oh, we ain't with the shit no more. Oh, Amen. We ain't oh, with the shit no more. So, if you are in that space and if you're thinking that the, the John Gray covering lid is the way to be, it ain't. Mm-hmm. It's not. You really got to look at it for what it is. I don't care what the bishop told you. I don't care what your mama told you. I don't care none of that shit. It's not what it is. What's up? I just think that's shade. Like, <laughs> someone called you a big ass coat. But go ahead. And you just out here like, Ooh, girl, oh, girl, I so am going to be a whole North no Face for this thing. Right. Shut, no, bitch. You a big ass, ass coat. You a big ass coat. And you like, okay. Like, no. Right, that's thanks, not, I'm going to start calling, calling people that. You just, look at you out here being a big coat, ass bitch. coat. <laughs> but I really, truly believe that it is a space in which we can continue to grow and have the conversation. Do not shrink from the conversation. Do not tell yourself that you can't have the conversation mm-hmm. because it makes somebody else uncomfortable. We are in this space right now where it doesn't matter if somebody is uncomfortable with how we feel. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. We don't have to continue on the narrative of making somebody else feel comfortable with their bullshit treatment of us. It, it does not have to work that way. And continue being open, be transparent, share with the people that are safe people. We have safe spaces and we have brave spaces. The safe spaces are where you, where you go to feel comforted, where you have the friend that got the, that got the ice cream and you're you feeling good, you're feeling safe, you're feeling and then you got the brave spaces where they could be like, you know what? Let me tell you the shit that you own right now and I love you enough to say it to your face. And you shit. need That's what it is. you need both spaces. Power. And so you need, your spa- you need your safe space and you need your brave space. And you need the space to allow yourself to heal. You need the space to allow yourself to deal with because the purging and the unpacking of this thought process is heavy. Mm. And there are a lot of women out here still saying that that's love. And it's not. So... In regards to that, we'll probably continue this conversation on Facebook, um, my, Facebook my Facebook Live, um, on my tablet died, so that's how we didn't, y'all didn't get to see the other side of the conversation. But, sorry. so uh, as we wrap up here, if y'all could be super duper quick with anything that you have to share with the people as we um, wrap up everything. So, Queen, I'm going to go with you first. If you have anything coming up that you would like to tell the folk, give me in like 60 seconds or less. No, just follow me at Higher Than This on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, and that's how you will keep up with Coach Q. It is. Hey, guys, it's me. <laughs> I love you guys so much. <laughs> I think I'm doing my intro now and yes. I was supposed to do the exit. Yes. So anyway, follow me at Instagram of, what is it, underscore who said that with a D-A-T. Who said that? I said that. Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> yes. Crazy. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Jess. You can follow me on Instagram at Jess Was Here W U Z. Watching two campaigns this week, so look out for that. Yes, Kaylin, what you got? Um, you know me, just hanging out. I'll be doing a video today on Oracle Cards, so make sure you check out my IGTV and my YouTube. My Instagram is at Kaylin Coghill, and you guys can follow me there. And I don't even know if I got nothing going on right now. 
don't know. But <laughs> uh, but I mean, we got this podcast going on right now, so y'all can continue to follow me on here. Um, that is my depression's got jokes across all platforms, um, especially on Instagram is MDGJ podcast. Um, so we always shout out our sponsors, and we always shout out other, everybody else as a part of the show. So um, until next week, we will. I guess see y'all. I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll be seeing y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.